And now, a warrior for the Word of God and the Constitution of the United States, a Marine Corps veteran, a Harvard-trained attorney, Bishop of the Called Churches, and founder and president of STAND. Staying true to America's national destiny, the voice of the awakening. Your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. And good afternoon, everyone. It's Fred Jackson sitting in for Bishop Jackson today on this Wednesday. Always an honor to do so. Have so much respect for Bishop Jackson, I think. He is just one of the best talk show hosts in America today. And uh, to be asked to fill in for Bishop Jackson, as I say, is an honor. Well, um, the January 6th Insurrection Committee, you know that committee set up by Nancy Pelosi uh, because they are uh, convinced uh, that there was a plot basically to overthrow the government of the United States, a plot that Nancy Pelosi and others say was really led by uh, former President Donald Trump. Well, uh, the committee members are saying uh, they're just about to wrap things up. Uh, They've had testimony, remember back about three or four weeks ago, uh, they had uh, their hearings on television. In fact, it was a production uh, of that hearing uh, that was put together, I think, by an ABC producer. And, of course, it's a committee that only has people on it that really dislike Donald Trump, including the two Republicans that Nancy Pelosi chose to be on that committee because they voted to impeach Donald Trump. Uh, Why are you telling all of this, Fred? Well, it's because basically, folks, it's a charade. Anyway, uh, the committee uh, leaders now say they plan to wrap things up in the next few weeks. Now, isn't that interesting? We're just uh, less than seven weeks away from Election Day. Uh, in November, and they plan to wrap things up and issue their report just in time for Election Day. Uh, Is there a reason to be cynical about this? Of course not. We know what's going on here, folks. You know, and on a much more serious note, there are people who went up to Capitol Hill on that day, January 6th in 2021, Some, you may be aware, are being held in jail cells in Washington, D.C. They haven't even had a trial yet. Some have had a trial or they have pleaded guilty uh, to whatever charge. Uh, There was one man last week sentenced to 10 years in prison. 10 years. Some others have been sentenced to three, four, five years in prison. And, you know... uh, This is not to condone some of the activity that occurred on that day, January the 6th. It was a riot, an insurrection. It doesn't even pass muster calling it an insurrection because you need weapons. You need people firing guns at other people to take over a government. That wasn't the intention of these rioters, although, as I say, they did some some silly things. You know, I, I find it really quite interesting that people who did do a lot of damage to buildings and jeopardizing people's lives, I'm talking about the anti-police protests by Black Lives Matter and Antifa people in towns like Minneapolis and Portland and Seattle. You don't hear about them going to prison. Uh, In fact, Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, well, uh, 
she was part of a committee that helped bail some of these people out. So you look at those things and you wonder what's going on. Well, I was wondering if all part of this was a story that I read this morning involving Mike Lindell. You know, the, the pillow guy, my pillow guy? Well, he was at a Hardee's fast food restaurant in the drive-thru yesterday. And, you know, he's been a Donald Trump supporter. Well, he was approached and surrounded by several FBI agents who wanted to talk to him about some relationship he has with some people in Colorado who have questioned the validity of the Dominion voting machines. Now, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't done anything wrong criminally, but he's approached by these FBI agents who proceed to present him with a subpoena that they got from a judge in Colorado, and they say, we want your phone. And they took his cell phone from him. This is America, folks. I want you to listen to Mike Lindell himself talking about what happened yesterday. Cut 14. Today, the FBI, uh, you're going to hear this, and you're probably already hearing it in the news. The FBI came after me and took my phone. They surrounded me at a Hardee's and uh, took my phone that I run all my business, everything with. Um, um, they could have just, what they've done is weaponized the FBI. Um, it's disgusting. I don't have a computer. Everything I do have that phone. Everything was on there. And uh, um, and they told me not to tell anybody. Here's an order. not to Don't tell anybody. Okay, I won't. <laughs> well, I am. They told him not to tell anybody? This is America. I think we have something called a constitution. We have a First Amendment that allows us to talk. These FBI agents, is it any wonder people are getting cynical about our Justice Department folks? They surround this guy, Hardy's drive through We're taking your phone. Don't tell anybody. Well, you know, we talked to our own uh, lawyer here, Abe Hamilton. Uh, you hear him daily here on American Family Radio, the Hamilton Corner. We talked to Abe, who used to be a prosecutor in Houston, Texas, we asked him this morning, is this kind of unusual what happened yesterday? Cut 16. This is not standard operating procedure. I mean, you having a relationship with somebody who's under investigation doesn't make your person or property subject to seizure and search by the government. You know, if 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 they're concerned about communications with the, the object of their investigation, for example, emails or text messages, why can't they just search his phone? Or his documents or his yeah. communications. It seems to me uh, that the, the, the Department of Justice, in furtherance of its weaponization against all things Trump and those that would support Trump, is continuing its effort to, to be weaponized against Trump supporters and really to intimidate people uh, mm -hmm. into thinking that, hey, uh, if, if you happen to be a person who, who supported former, former President Trump, then you too could be in the crosshair. Yeah, pretty serious stuff when this is starting to happen. Again, uh, if people have broken the law, of course, they should be arrested, charged, face charges, but go to a trial. But things that have been happening in the last year and a half, folks, should not be happening in the United States. Is it any wonder that some have started to say, you know, this is, this is starting to sound like a banana republic? like the kinds of things that happen in Cuba 
the kinds of things that happen in these third world countries where you have a dictatorship and they control the media, they control the law. By the way, mentioning the media here, you know, it's very interesting. The Associated Press did do the Mike Lindell story, but they don't cover it the way that we do, expressing alarm over the fact that a citizen of the United States, he hasn't broken any laws, but we're coming to take your phone uh, because we believe that you might have had conversation with some other people that we are investigating. And they don't show up at his office. They show up while he's at a Hardee's drive through Like I say, this is the kind of stuff that you see, you know, if you watch a movie in a, in a, about a third world country and the way justice works in those countries. But that's what we are facing today. You know, folks, <laughs> I take you back to Loudoun County uh, last year when parents showed up at school board meetings to express concern about what was being taught about boys who say they're girls going into girls' washrooms. You had the Attorney General of the United States write this letter and basically refer to them as domestic terrorists. This is something we ought to be very concerned about and something you ought to be taking to the polls in November. We're back in a moment. This is Viewpoints with Kirby Anderson. You know, the other day I came across a shocking statistic. Lieber Debt Williams says about 3 million first-time college students will soon be arriving on campus, most of them coming directly from high school. About 1 million of them won't make it through their first year or return as sophomores. She concludes that this attrition is financially and emotionally devastating for families, and it is also destabilizing for colleges. So why is this happening? Well, many of these departures are financial. Higher education costs so much more and has been rising more than twice as fast as inflation. But another factor, often ignored, are the mental challenges these incoming college students face. Just consider these two facts. First, nearly half of all college students report symptoms of depression and anxiety. Second, the rate of students taking psychiatric medication doubled in less than a decade and a half and now includes one quarter of all students. Lieberdet Williams has served as the Dean of Students at the University of Connecticut and later at Wheaton College. She suggests that the nine weeks between high school graduation and a student's arrival on campus are not enough for social and mental adjustment. They go from being under their parents' authority and management to independent living. Although many of us made this transition in the past, today's students seem less mentally equipped to do so. That is why she suggests two alternatives. One is what she calls a half-step year where the student lives at home while attending a local college. The other is a full gap year, which is becoming more popular and provides students with an opportunity to pursue study or experiences that may enhance their resume. So if you want to make sure that your child or grandchild doesn't drop out of college, you might explore some of these suggested alternatives. I'm Kirby Anderson, and that's my point of view. For a free copy of Kirby's booklet, A Biblical View on Critical Race Theory, go to viewpoints.info slash CRT. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills 
And it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-45-BIBLE. That's 833-45-BIBLE. 833-45-BIBLE. The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at AFR.net. Now, back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. And indeed, welcome back to The Awakening on this Wednesday. Fred Jackson sitting in for Bishop Jackson today. Our producer, Pat Montague, and I were just reminiscing about an old song. It was a Ricky Nelson song, she tells me. I went to a garden party, and I think the lyrics go on to say, and everything is all right now. Well, yesterday, President Joe Biden had a garden party there at the White House. And it was kind of that Ricky Nelson theme. You know, I went to a garden party and Joe Biden told the country, everything is all right now, especially now that we have this Inflation Reduction Act. (laughs) You don't have to worry anymore. Everything is all right now. Well, uh, joining me in studio right now is our economics news anchor, and everything else reporter, Chris Woodward. And I can also tell you that Ricky Nelson was in The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. There you go. Now, was that before your time? I mean, I've mean, i seen the show, but it, it was <laughs> way before my time. All right. Yeah, it, it was really interesting. Yesterday, the Dow Jones, while President Biden and Nancy Pelosi were having their party mm-hmm. uh, at the White House, the Dow Jones had its biggest drop in two years, like over 1,250 points. Right. In fact, uh, CNN was covering the Garden Party, where Joe Biden was celebrating his uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw a clip of this this morning. Over in the corner of their coverage of this speech uh, was the report from the uh, Dow Jones. And the reporter at CNN said, and it's kind of unfortunate uh, that, you know, you had this party going on and over in the corner on the screen was this Dow Jones plummeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, I, I want to play a little bit of what Joe Biden was saying yesterday. Uh, cut number one. Today offers proof that the soul of America is vibrant, the future of America is bright, and the promise of America is real. It is real. It is real. Yeah, there you have it. He just thinks everything is is wonderful. In fact, he got so excited at one point, he took his jacket off, suit jacket off, and, and then he went away from the podium and he proceeded to walk over his suit jacket. He was really excited yesterday. Chris, this came at a time when the latest inflation numbers came out. And, you know, it, it's the kind of thing, Chris, that the American people live in reality mm-hmm. They go to grocery stores, which Joe Biden doesn't. Right. And they're out there and they understand uh, the economic pains they are facing right now. Uh, but, but but you wouldn't know it if you listened to the president yesterday. Yeah, Joe Biden would have you to believe that everything is hunky-dory in these United States of America. But something that is very real is that inflation at the wholesale level jumped 8.7% in August from a year earlier. 
Uh, we also had uh, a little bit of inflation from July into August. So it completely blows apart the whole um, line of thinking there from President Joe Biden that everything is great and that the Inflation Reduction Act, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, is doing big things and will do big things for America. If it was working, we wouldn't have these problems that I just mentioned. No. And, you know, we sometimes people glaze over when they say, you know, 8.3% was it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the reality, like the price of eggs, mm-hmm. gone up what twenty, thirty percent? A lot, yeah. Uh, a lot. The kinds of things that people go to the grocery store, the basics to buy, all of those sorts of things have gone up. Uh, but you wouldn't know it, and and it is a joke, isn't it? The Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah, and and keep in mind too, uh, you were paying more for the gas to put in your car to get you to the grocery store and back. That yes. was another thing that we've dealt with for months. Yes, gas is down, and we're happy for that. But it's still a lot more today than it was this time last year before all this inflation really started kicking in. Let's have a little bit more from uh, what the president had to say yesterday. Cut two. A single most important legislation passed in the Congress to combat inflation and one of the most significant laws in our nation's history, in my view. I said it then, and I'll keep saying it. With this law, the American people won and special interests lost. Well, this is the other thing that people are noting. It really does nothing to reduce mm-hmm. inflation. Uh, really what it's about, it pushed forward Joe Biden's agenda on climate change. Right. That's that's one of the big issues here. Yeah, and obviously that's not going to bring down the cost of groceries uh, and gasoline and other things that we've all had to deal with for uh, many months now. Uh, and to Fred's point that it's not going to do anything to reduce inflation, even Joe Manchin himself, Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia, who they had to really kind of move heaven and earth to try to get his support for this bill. Even he admitted the IRA or Inflation Reduction Act is not going to reduce inflation. Yeah, this was pure showmanship yesterday. It had nothing to do with the truth. And people like Clay Travis, who is a commentator on Fox News, pretty well summed it up for us. Cut number three. We know that Joe Biden is suffering from cognitive decline and has no idea what's going on oftentimes from one day to another. So I kind of give him a pass on this. Every single person that okayed this in the White House should be immediately fired for being too dumb to advise any president, regardless of party. The stock market had its worst day since Joe Biden came into office. As he's speaking, you can see it's down 1,200 points, uh, 8.3% inflation, a 40-year high, and they were somehow celebrating this? It is just so tone deaf. Steve, there's a reason why Joe Biden's uh, overall approval ratings went up when he went on vacation and got COVID for two weeks and couldn't talk to anybody. You know, here's the other ironic thing, one of the many. Today, Joe Biden, I think, is in Detroit. Mm -hmm. He's in Detroit, and he's going to be celebrating their production of electrical vehicles. And someone said at some point during his visit to Detroit today, he's going to drive an $80,000 electric vehicle. Right. Now, this is what he wants Americans, everyday Americans like us to do. Get rid of that gas guzzler and buy these $80,000 electric vehicles. Now, yeah, and he claims that EVs are going to help us combat climate change. But he got in his giant emitter that we call Air Force One, and he flew there. He may have taken Marine Force One, the helicopter. Either way, he put a bunch of emissions into the atmosphere that we're not doing all in the name of combating climate change and pushing a product that we can't afford. One of the big knocks with the um, Inflation Reduction Act early on 
And even the AP pointed this out. We had it on our website, AFN.net. The AP pointed out that uh, the tax credit that's in the IRA that will allow uh, the common people uh, to have uh, to purchase an electric vehicle, that tax credit wouldn't apply to people because the EV needs to be made and manufactured in the United States of America. Uh, the ingredients for the components that go in that car needs to be made in North America. And that's still kind of up in the air to be determined at this point. So the Inflation Reduction Act does not in reduce inflation. And there's some language in there that's not going to immediately um, benefit you when it comes to the things they want you to buy. There was a, a very awkward moment at the garden party yesterday at the White House. Yes. As I mentioned, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was there. And she was going on and on, singing the praises of the president and what a great job that he is doing. And I want you to have a listen to Cut 4 because at one point, the crowd that had been invited, now I suppose the crowd that had been invited are handpicked, supposedly Joe Biden supporters. But at one point, she had to basically ask them, you need to applaud now. Cut number four. Mr. President. Thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all, for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. I, that's an applause line. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing that you go on and on and on and on and talk about the great things supposedly that your president is doing, but this hand-picked crowd in front of you did not pick up on the point that, oh, you're supposed to... She had to raise her hand and say, come on, applaud. Yeah, did you also notice, too, that the pro-abortion Pelosi there talked about the importance of protecting children? Yes, yeah. I guess, of course, we're only talking about children after they're born. Right. Uh, in her... Listen, the, a lot of the uh, commentators are out there this morning pointing out how just ridiculous this is. Uh, one more cut, cut five. This was Nancy Pelosi's Jeb Bush moment. Uh, you remember, remember 2015 when, when Bush, he was the projected front runner at the time, uh, and, and he implored a small audience to please clap after what should have been an applause line. It, it's like a comedian telling an audience, please laugh after telling a joke. You know, it, it doesn't play well. No kidding. That was Joe Concha, mm -hmm. one of the commentators on Fox. You know, it, it, there was another story that I think plays well against this garden party and uh, Joe Biden's celebrating his uh, Inflation Reduction Act. There was a story yesterday that really bothered me. The headline was this, Army suggests food stamps for soldiers battling inflation. The U.S. Army has released guidance for soldiers as they fight inflation including a suggestion that they take advantage of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, commonly known as food stamps. Mm -hmm. Now, just hold your belt there for a second. We're trying to bring people into our military, which is suffering for a lot of different reasons right now, and you're telling these people, hey, if you know, Joe Biden, he says everything is rosy, everything is wonderful, but he's telling our military people, our army, you may have to get food stamps for your family mm -hmm. to survive. Yeah, and it's the same Joe Biden or commander-in-chief that ends every speech with, quote, God bless our troops. Yes. I, I, I tell you what, there, there's, is it any wonder why the American people are starting to understand more and more and more? We have a tone-deaf administration mm -hmm. here. 
you know, we, we go back to Kamala Harris in the last several days our saying border our, our border is secure. Our border is secure. Everybody knows it's, it's either one of two things. These people are, are really, really not very bright or they know they're lying and they just don't think they're going to be held accountable for it. I would say both. Joe Biden's been in some sort of public office for 50 years. I think he's just completely toned. He, he has no idea what we the people go through. Well, Chris, American Family News will continue to tell the truth about what's going on. And you hear a lot more of that here on The Awakening right here today. Fred sitting in for Bishop Jackson. We're back right after the break. It's my turn. Here is your host for my turn, Don Wildman. I met an old friend the other day. When he asked me to have coffee with him, I took him up on the offer. You know, I'm glad I did, for my visit with him did much to restore my faith in mankind. During the conversation with him, it happened to turn toward two friends of ours that we knew from our high school days. My friend told me about the two, how good the jobs they had, how much money they were making, and the way they lived. They've got their own business now, he said and evidently are making a killing. But you know what? They haven't changed a bit. They're the same as always. Life to them is one big party after another. They make big money, dress sharp to impress their business associates, drive expensive automobiles, and drink their high-priced booze while chasing their women. That's what my friend told me about the two that we knew back from high school days. My friend went on to tell me that one of the two had recently gotten a divorce. He's dating plenty of sharp chicks right now, he said. They live in fast company. But then my friend said something that kind of shocked me. In fact, he shocked me a pretty good little bit. That's a heck of a way to live, he said. To know that you've got to do that day after day. To go to bed drunk and get up with a hangover and then to know that you've got to go through it again that night. That would be an awful way to live. You know, I got to thinking about that. Here was a friend of mine, a traveling salesman, who gets his kicks from making a good home for a wife and son, saying that if there was no purpose any higher in life than living it up and having a ball, then he would find it extremely difficult to find life worth living. For him, there had to be some purpose behind it all. Isn't this precisely the feeling we are created with? To have some goal in life, some purpose, something to work toward? Here's another man walking along the shores of the Sea of Galilee, teaching, preaching, healing, saying that for this purpose I have come. The purpose gave so much meaning to his life that he gave his life for that purpose. In a classroom behind the Iron Curtain some years ago, the professor was without an answer for a question posed by one of the pupils. Professor, the people asked, what's the purpose of life? You know, a Galilean had an answer to the question. He said the purpose of life is to serve both God and fellow man. Maybe we should, instead of complaining about all our concerns, rejoice that we have something to be concerned about. For no one is to be pitied more in life than a person whose major goal is to make more money 
and whose greatest joy comes from carelessness. Let this be our prayer. Thank you, Lord, for values greater than money and goals higher than pleasure. This has been My Turn with Don Wildman, a production of the American Family Association. The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at AFR.net. Now back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. And once again, Fred Jackson sitting in for Bishop Jackson today. Always an honor to do so. Want to open up our phone lines right now. What do you think about Joe Biden celebrating his Inflation Reduction Act? Hey, you know what's going on. You live in the real world like the rest of us. What prices that you're facing out there. And the reality is uh, even the non-political analysts out there are telling people, you know what? Uh, inflation's going to be here for some time. We're likely headed for a recession. And it also means the Fed is likely going to raise interest rates, which will only make things even worse when it comes to the American consumer. But Joe Biden, he's telling the world that everything is just fine. Nancy Pelosi is there. But as I say, the American people know what's going on. I'd like to hear from you, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840 is the number to call. I'd like to hear your point of view on this because you live in the real world where apparently Joe Biden, he's not there anymore at all. But I don't think the Democrats are fooling anyone. You know, I think it's amazing also that you have one major political party, in this case the Democrat Party, they are all campaigning right now for the November election. They're, they're candidates. And one of the big things they're campaigning on is abortion. Women's reproductive health, I think they call it. Reproductive rights. No, it's about killing an unborn baby, folks. And they want that right expanded. They profess outrage over the Supreme Court decision shooting down Roe, which we have to remind people all it said was, each state could make up their own mind. But I do find it, I'm not surprised that California is leading the charge to provide abortion services not only for people in that state, but also they seem very proud, and I'm going to tell you why, to offer it to people from across the country. Yesterday, Gavin Newsom, the Democrat governor there in California, proudly announced the launching of a publicly funded website to promote the state's abortion services. Now, what does this uh, website do? It it lists clinics all over California, links to financial help for travel and lodging, and letting teenagers in other states know they don't need their parents' permission to get an abortion in that state. Now, can you imagine... They are proud. They are spending $200 million in that state. And if you're a pro-life person in that state, you're being forced to pay for this. $200 million to strengthen access to abortion right across California. And they're not trying to hide it. They launched this website yesterday. You can go there and on a map you can find out where the closest abortion clinic is. But that one really got me. Letting teenagers in other states across the country know they don't need their parents' permission to get an abortion in California. I find that disgusting. 
Joe Concha, as I said, we just played a clip from him talking about Joe Biden's garden party yesterday. Well, also, he had something uh, else to say t- today about the launching of this website in California. Cut number seven. Abortion.ca.gov lets teenagers and other states know they don't need their parents' permission to get an abortion in California. The state also has sections devoted to illegal immigrants in the U.S. saying federal policies keep immigration officials away from health care facilities. So we have veterans that are homeless. Uh, We have our own citizens struggling to make ends meet, like we just talked about, especially in places like California, uh, which has the highest income tax rate in the country, the highest poverty rate in the country, and this is what Governor Gavin Newsom is making a priority. I can't wait for the Newsom 2024 run. I'll do to America what I did to California. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, there you have it. They're all in on this idea of providing abortion services. So, like to hear from you, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. And I think we have uh, a call ready for us on line number one. Uh, I believe. Nope. Not yet. Okay. We're waiting. 888-589-8840 is the number to call. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, can you imagine, as I say, a major political party in this country that is willing to go to the polls and advertise the fact that uh, they are champions for abortion? Uh, yeah, I have to wonder what, is, what has kind of become the... Uh, the uh, the state of the country that allows that kind of thing, and also a political party. Well, also, uh, there's news on the front of the vaccine mandates. Um, that On that front, we seem to be making some headway. Dr. Mark Siegel uh, was talking recently about what's been happening with the SEALs vax mandate being quietly rescinded, cut number eight. This order, Trident Order Number 12, was put in place in September 2021 when the Delta variant was already out, so it didn't prevent spread. What's the point of having an order like this that supposedly prevents spread so you can't infect other people on a submarine doesn't actually work? And the third thing is, and this is the most important, why are they allowing medical exemptions and not religious exemptions? There's no difference in my mind as a physician between a religious and a medical exemption. Exemption, period, and no public health reason whatsoever that this should be enforced. Absolute disgrace. Yeah, there you have it. You know, it's it's amazing at a time when the recruitment levels in our military are way down. In fact, by the end of this month, it's the fiscal end of the fiscal year uh, for the military, and they are down tens of thousands. Is it any wonder? Is it any wonder why you don't have people wanting to go into the military at this point with what is going on there with these vaccine mandates? All right, Uh, let's go to our phones right now. And uh, we go first to Teresa. And she is, I believe, in Louisiana. And uh, Teresa is joining us right now. Go ahead. Do we have Teresa on the line? We don't. We're not. uh, uh, Yes. Okay, here we go. Teresa, go ahead. Okay, yes, sir. Um, How are you? Listen, I just wanted to find out why California is luring uh, teenage girls uh, to come across state lines 
to go to their state to have abortions without their parents' permission. I believe that's that's kind of luring uh, children to to be in danger to um, not have a parent uh, with them. Plus, also, if they are doing this, are they paying uh, for transportation, food, lodging for these girls on their way to California? Oh, yeah. And while they're there? Yeah, Therese, that's that's what apparently, according to this Associated Press story that came out yesterday mm-hmm. when Gavin Newsom launched this website, it says on the website that they will help pay to transport mm-hmm. these young girls from other mm-hmm. states uh, to go there, and they proudly announce, hey, you don't have to worry, young lady. Uh, you can come here, and you don't need your parents' permission. We'll do that for you. Can you imagine for a moment if this was a Republican government doing this? They are enticing young girls to go to California. We will help you get here. You won't need your parents' permission to come here and have an abortion. That is, I have to say this, that is how sick the thinking is amongst Democrats, Therese endangering the child's life if they're not being escorted. Yes. Well, that's it. But, you know, Therese, here's the reality. This is happening Mm -hmm. now. This is part of the problem with the open borders of Joe Biden, too. They they, they are releasing these unaccompanied minors into the country. And there are reports (sighs) that the cartels are, are, are tracking down these young girls that are coming across the border and enticing them into prostitution. That's the kind of thing that's happening right now. And yet you have Kamala Harris telling the world that our borders are closed, our borders are secure. The American people know better. But you know what? The bottom line, Therese, we appreciate your comments. The bottom line in all of this, folks, is elections have consequences. Elections have consequences. Gavin Newsom was just voted basically back in. Uh, people of California are going to have to do something about that. All right, we got a lot of calls lining up here. Got to take a little break. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. This is The Awakening for Jackson sitting in for the bishop today. We're back after this break. AFR programming is now available on Alexa. You're joking, right? Nope, not joking. Seriously? Yep, this is not a drill. Wait a minute, no way. There's a way, the Alexa way. So if you just happen to miss your favorite shows, no worries. You can now listen to each podcast with Alexa. It's simple and it's free. Just visit AFR.net forward slash apps and click Alexa. We're not joking. I was an inmate in prison, recently was released, and I wanted to call and tell you guys how much of an impact you've made in my life. American Family Radio's Shareathon is October 11th, 12th, and 13th. Some of the most memorable moments of Shareathon are when listeners tell us how God has used AFR to change their lives. Call now to share your story. Phone 877-876-8893. That's 877-876-8893. In the book of Isaiah, the word tells us the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. 
In the same way, without careful planning, your financial goals could blow away like the seeds of a dandelion. It's never too early or too late to consider how a charitable gift annuity can help you meet the financial goals you've set for your loved ones, your causes, and yourself. Give AFA Foundation a call at 800-326-4543, extension 345, or visit our website, afafoundation.net. Let us explain how a charitable gift annuity can help you achieve your goals. As we read in Proverbs, the plans of the diligent lead to profit. Our phone number again is 800-326-4543, extension 345. And our website is afafoundation.net. If you're getting married in the mid-50s or early 60s, people have a lot of stuff. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Ron Deal offers hope to blended families. And, you know, the whole reason, the whole, you know, let's sign this legal document saying what you're not going to get if I divorce you, mm-hmm. the prenup thing. That's what, the whole reason that came into be is because people didn't know what to do with their stuff. We want to help people turn that into an asset for your marriage, not something that divides you and creates animosity around what you're getting or not getting. We want to help you see it as we negotiate this, we talk about this, we drill down and create a plan so that you and I both feel cared for, we feel confident that our children are going to be provided for if the worst happens, and now all of a sudden confidence in our us-ness goes up. More advice from Ron on navigating blended family dynamics at FamilyMinute.org. Back to The Awakening with Bishop E.W. Jackson on American Family Radio. And welcome back to this Wednesday edition of The Awakening. Fred sitting in for Bishop Jackson today. We have calls lining up. We're talking about what some people refer to Bidenomics, you know, and what's going on out there. He tried to paint a wonderful rosy picture yesterday at the garden there at the White House. At the same time, the stock market was plummeting over 1,200 points on the latest inflation information. Then we've just been talking about uh, the fact that the Democrats are out there uh, saying they need to be reelected to protect abortion rights in this country. And Governor Gavin Newsom in, in California launching a website yesterday, basically enticing even young girls to go there. They, uh, the website tells people, uh, these young girls, you don't have to worry, you don't need your parents' permission, you can come here and get an abortion. How much more disgusting can it get? All right, let's go back to our phones. Esther in Texas, go ahead. Esther, are you with us in Texas? Okay. We'll try George in Arkansas. Is George with us? Are we? Uh, Okay. We're trying to bring these people up, but... uh... We have a new piece of software that we're using here. Well, let's try uh, Esther. All right, here we go. Go, Hi. Ahead. go ahead, Esther. Go ahead. Thank, thank you so much, sir. Uh, yes, sir, I was calling about three good things about what's happening in California. They made it public. That's wonderful. We know now. You're announcing it. That's even better. Plus, these we know that they're targeting our children, but they don't understand, or maybe we don't aren't, aren't paying attention. The kids nowadays, sir, they think everything is supposed to be free, free medicine, 
free education, free, free, free. So the Democrats or this part of the government, they know how to entice these children. We as families need to tell our children nothing is free. The only thing free is your choice to follow the devil or follow God. And I just wanted to say that. Thank you so much for everything, sir. Well put, Esther. Thank you very much. To George in Arkansas. Go ahead, George. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, I sure can. Yes, thank you, brother, for doing this up. Question, and it is something that concerns me. You know, when in Egypt, in Israel, when they were sacrificing their children to Moab and Molak, and God didn't tolerate that very long. And I know we've had Christians praying for this country, but when we're murdering, murdering God's children, um, and we're not on our faces asking, you know, that that we'd humble ourselves and pray and seek his face. This is only going to go down if we don't turn around now, soon. Yeah. No, revival is needed in this country, George. I agree with you. Revival is needed. Uh, part of the problem right now is, uh, and we read this, Barner Research tells us, we have a collective kind of turning away from God. And uh, really, our politics, the kinds of politicians that are being elected, are really a symptom, really a symptom of where we are spiritually. And we are in desperate need of that kind of revival. So I I appreciate your comments, George. Uh, Sheila in Texas, go ahead. Hi, I am a long-distance truck driver, and I'm listening to your show. And I get to listen to a lot of different radio stations as I travel the country. Yes, and it's very different, the information you get from one state to another. I mean, I was listening in Ohio the other day, and they uh, an ad for a congressperson, and uh, their message was that the other, you know, the opponent, um, you know, their participation in January 6th, and that their eight people died, and just there's a lot of misinformation. And I have friends that have moved from California uh, to Florida, and they said, one of the first things they said was how different the news is. <laughs> you know, so we, we think people are ignorant or oblivious to a lot of it is there are a lot of people, unless they actually go seeking different kinds of news, they don't hear anything different than what they are being fed. Yes. You know, and it's really, it's very sad. And on the abortion issue, as far as uh, Californian 14-year-olds, Colorado has allowed 14-year-olds to get abortions for quite a long time mm. without their parents' consent. And when the medical bill comes in, the parents are liable for paying for it. It can go on their insurance, but they do not have to be informed ahead of time. Isn't that, that's just absolutely amazing. But uh, Sheila, I appreciate your comments. Uh, number one, yes. <laughs> uh, it is very important where you do get your information been in the journalism business now for well over 40 years and I have seen a revolution and I don't mean that in a positive way in the way so-called news journalists are treating things and I I'm not breaking any news here but the mainstream media in this country is totally totally sold out to the Biden administration Um, I am shocked that Fox News and a few other news outlets like American Family News are covering what the crisis on our southern border. Uh, millions of people flowing into this country illegally. 
And yet the Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, had the audacity over the weekend, I think it was she was on uh, Meet the Press, to say the border was secure. Anybody who has watched, and again, it goes back to what you're saying, Sheila, uh, if you watch Fox News, there's almost daily videos of people just streaming into this country illegally. And But the only story you get from the mainstream media is they're upset that the governor of Texas has uh, provided buses for some of these illegals to go to these so-called Democrat-run sanctuary cities. Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago. And they're upset that they're now having to deal with this problem of illegals. Where you get your information is very important. And yet, you know, uh, I'm I'm glad you brought up about what's going on in Colorado. And Colorado allows 14-year-olds without parents' permission uh, to have abortions. Elections have consequences. And if you want to stand up against this kind of thing, you've got to get out and vote. Many times, it's sad to say, many conservatives say, we'll complain about things, uh, but they don't even register to vote. All right, Sheila, thank you very much. Let's try to get a few more in here. Uh, Linda in Texas, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Thank Mm. you for filling in for Bishop Jackson, too. You're welcome. Um, A a few callers ago, there was a woman going on about Gavin Newsom luring the miners across to California. Mm. And it just occurred to me, I thought she was going to mention, maybe she did because I was making my call, um, that that's kidnapping. And where is the FBI forming Gavin Newsom? in the Hardee's uh, drive-thru. Yeah. Where's the FBI? He's kidnapping girls, taking them across state line without their parents' permission. Yeah, I, I was just amazed. As I say, that was an Associated Press story uh, that I was quoting from there. And uh, it's, I, I don't think it's on our site anymore, but you can, you can Google it. Uh, the uh, abortion website launched yesterday. Uh, and then once again, I want to make the point that it's taxpayer-funded. Uh, if you're pro-life in California, you're helping to pay for this. This is, I want to read the paragraph from this Associated Press story again. Again, this is from yesterday. California launched a publicly funded website on Tuesday to promote the state's abortion services, listing clinics, linking to financial help for travel and lodging, and letting teenagers in other states know They don't need their parents' permission to get an abortion in that state. Now, that's an Associated Press story. Associated Press is not a conservative outlet. It's very liberal. But that's that's how they describe this website that was launched yesterday. So they're not even trying to make a secret of this, Lyndon. They're proud of it. They're in the abortion business, and they want the country to know. And this idea that they will even help for travel expenses. And I think you're right, Linda. Uh, we're uh, wondering why, uh, you know, uh, FBI agents show up uh, to, uh, to uh, take the phone of uh, Mike Lindell, the, the My Pillow guy, while he's driving through a Hardee's restaurant there in, in Minnesota yesterday. Why aren't they doing something about this? It just seems common sense. There is something wrong here. Why is it the FBI will allow that kind of evil to be perpetrated in this country? People need to speak up. Thank you, Linda, for your call. I appreciate it very much. Uh, Robert in Arkansas. Go ahead, Robert. 
How you doing? I kind of got the same thing as, as what the young lady that was just before me. Um, I'm a male. If I was in California and I entice a, a minor, I guess it would be, I guess it depends on what state you're in and where they say and how the, the, the uh, child actually is. But if I was to entice a minor from Oklahoma, Texas to California, Texas would be after me. So would California. Yeah. California would put me in for child whatever and make sure that everybody knew that I was a child predator so that every prisoner would be on me because I was a child predator. So how do, how is this happening? You understand what I'm saying? I mean, this makes no sense. What Couldn't the attorney generals from every state, didn't they do this about a year or two ago? Attorney generals from other states started suing another state for what they were actually doing. Yep. Yep. They were, yep. Yeah. So this is done yep. then, correct? Well, here's the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, the Biden administration should be going after this, should be going after California because they are advertising on this website. We'll pay your travel costs. They are telling teenagers, you don't need your parents' permission to come here and get an abortion. You know, if the DOJ in Washington, D.C. was doing its job, and at the very least wouldn't be investigating that for all the reasons that not only you, Robert, but others have mentioned on this program. Where? Where is the outcry over this? We'll continue to cover this. Maybe there are some who will speak up. Our lawmakers should be speaking up about this and pointing out what our callers have been pointing out the obvious today. All right, good to be with you today, Fred, sitting in for Bishop Jackson. Have yourself a great day, and stay tuned for more great programming here on American Family Radio. Bye for now. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.